The Mighty Whites podcast is recorded at the Medicine Room Studios. For more information, visit medicineroomstudios.com. Hi, welcome to episode 51 of the Mighty Whites podcast. I'm Jack, and as always, I'm joined by KC. Hello. It, it is actually properly upon us now. This is actual football is going to be back. And uh, still wish we had another centre-half. There's a lot of things that we all wish we could have, but it's not going to happen. Calvin Phillips' rugged good looks. Gitana Brady's courage. Liam yeah. Cooper, generally. Yeah, Phil- Phillips' good looks... They almost put me off him. Having a picture with him ruined my self-esteem, and I didn't have much to begin with. <laughs> For some reason, when I uh, I showed that picture to one of the guys I worked with, I felt the need to point out which one was the professional footballer. Well, it's an easy mistake for people to make, in fairness, is that. I mean, Someone looking and thinking, when the fuck did Leeds sign Jan Mulby? I'd kill for Jan Mulby. <laughs> He'd have the passing game for Bielsa. I, just, I don't think that the whole pressing bit would work. Sitting, very good at sitting. Yeah. Right, so this will probably be slightly longer than most because this is what well, it's what I find to be my favourite one of the year because this will be all as predictions and stuff, but we'll do as regular stuff first and then we'll get to that. So there's been quite a few friendlies. Have you managed to see much of it live or are you just a highlights job? Uh, very much highlights. Yeah. The Man, the Man United game, especially. I was I was working quite long days that week, so when I saw that game was a, a four a.m. kickoff, I just went, "Nah, I'm good," and I was proved right. Yeah, we got beat four nil. Uh, I was working nights at the time, so I was a highlights job for this as well. Um, we, from what we've seen and when I've watched bits back, we did actually create a decent number of chances. We played some nice enough stuff, but defensively. We were a bit all over the shop. Uh, yeah, it was. And I think that was the thing as well. You, you do look at the team that Man United sent over um, compa- compared to us, especially. We left you know, five or six first-team players back working on fitness. So they put out a strong team from the off. And it very much looked like a, a an expensively assembled Premier League team against a championship team. Yeah, which is reasonable, I think. <laughs> you can't really worry about that too much. Uh, and we drew five all on the day anyway, because later that day, the other team won five one at Taddy, which I did. I did get to watch this. Similar level. Yeah, uh, played again. Played some nice stuff. Edmondson got a hat trick. He's still knocking on the door. Jack Clark got one. Robbie Gott's got another. Uh, their their goal was a bad mistake from Leif Davis, but. It happens, stuff like that, and uh, it was pretty good against Callier. I've I've uh, I haven't seen a whole lot from Callier, if I'm being honest. Yeah, but I have seen I have seen Calvin's red card. Yeah, I I, I can't make my mind up about that because the TV the angle wasn't great to show it, and the replays kept missing it. The, yeah, it was abysmal TV coverage. But if only our owner had a. Uh, I had a media company that could do things about this. Well, wasn't that literally who was doing it? <laughs> yes, yes, it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, but that was a pretty good performance. Uh, we had a try listing goal, and at the time, people did figure out who it was, but I can't remember who it was, and I haven't heard that we've signed them. So, uh, but then the second the second Australia game was a bit better. Two uh, one win against Western Sydney Wanderers. How we haven't signed Kwame Yaboa yet, I don't know. No, get him in. I mean, he's quick and his he's quick and his name's Yaboa. What else do you want? Has he got thighs the size the, uh, the size of tree trunks? Mm. Uh, again, started quite well. Played some good stuff. The first goal ever in that stadium scored by my, my boy Mateus Bogus. Yeah. Really nice yeah. finish after good work from Harrison down left. Yeah, pull it back, Jack, and he did. Yeah, he didn't for Bamford when Bamford had pretty much an open goal and. I don't. Th- I don't think uh, plastic paddy was mad. Would you give it to Patrick? Mm. <sighs> mm. You have to ne- think about it. He just needs one. He just needs one. That's what everyone said about Billy Painter. 
The buses will come. <laughs> yeah, admittedly, Billy Painted didn't cost us seven million or whatever it was. So, mm. yeah, uh, and there's a very equaliser through ball. Yubo was pacing behind, chips it over Casilla. It was a bit weird in this game because there was three or four times where Casilla was a bit like reticent to come off his line, which is weird when it's him. Yeah, uh, I wonder if he's been thinking about that over the summer. Yeah. Are you are you impressed that he's still here? Well, I mean, uh, we it's just like a rumour thing, but it sounds like it might be Peacock Farrell that's away, doesn't it? I love the fact we seem to have two goalkeepers, and when, and there's no real confidence that either one of them is going to be here long term now. No, and I think Huff is injured. <laughs> Josh Ray's next in line. Well, have you this Josh Ray situation is really weird because we released him. But he has played. He's played in like two friendlies. He went he went to Italy. He was on bench last night. Did you see it was it on the square ball where they mentioned it was Andy Lonigan going with Liverpool? Yeah, they uh they had a few injuries. That sort of a situation. <laughs> yeah, they had a few injuries and needed a keeper literally to be the other keeper in training. And then because they were all injured, they just played him. Did they not give Tony Warner a bell? <laughs> Tony Warner, Jesus. Um, yeah, d- I, that did seem weird to me. But um, yeah, because we still, yeah, Miazic's still here and has played. Yeah, the the only the only manger clip I've seen of Miazic was a uh, in the very behind closed doors friendly the, the highlights you could barely even tell what was going on where we lost 4-2 to Alitihad he played in that and he didn't cover himself in glory yeah but uh, yeah. we best go back to the Western Sydney game because <laughs> we got quite distracted uh, second half I know they equalised but we were massively dominant we really could have had five or six and just before half time roof it post and Anders it bar we Bamford missed a few chances including one absolute sitter that was a really good save but any sort of decent finish and the keeper's got no chance yeah at, at least we're creating the chances but again that was the problem last season we, we were creating plenty of chances but it took seven or eight chances for us to to get a goal and and that that's really what cost us at the end of the season yeah and then a bit like that Millwall game again right at the end Hernandez just went fine I'll do it myself Got ball on wing, beat four players, kills in a lovely left foot finish. It was a really good goal. It's sort of it's a shame that goal was wasted on a friendly, really. Yeah, he beats five or six people. That was brilliant. He just dinks it in between two defenders outside the area, cuts inside another one, and then a lovely curling left foot shot. Yeah, you feel like you keep thinking, oh, he can't just keep playing this well. But he seems to be. He does. Yeah, it was uh, obviously the things to come out of that were the more worrying thing. Uh, came our roof out for four weeks from someone yeah. treading on him in this game. And we all thought the injuries were behind us. Yeah, and if, while we're on the subject, Luke Aileen's out for, it just said a period at the start of the season, but not for too long. So I'm going to guess about six weeks. January. Yeah. I'm going January. March. Well. This this also play into one of my predictions for someone to make a debut this season if uh, Luke Ayling's out long term. Yeah. Well, um, the the good things in this game, obviously, the main talking point afterwards, as it has been most of pre-season, was Bamford. Obviously, now that Roof's out, it's definitely going to be Bamford opening day of season. Are you are you worried about his form? Oh, I'm long past worried. Worried was a while ago. Yeah. I think I was worried around the time of the Wigan game and he scored in that one. It was quite a nice goal as well, though. Yeah. That was the Brentford one. That was the one he... Uh, that was the game following, wasn't it, when he should have probably had a hat-trick. Yeah. Um, yeah, you really think pre-season's the time he should be getting a few goals, especially against someone like Western Sydney Wanderers. It's surprising that he's maybe not featured more in these games against the likes of York and, and Tagcaster and Geisley, things like that, to, to try and give him a game where he might be able to get two or three a bit more easily. But hopefully uh, hopefully he can get off to a good start if you've been supplied by Costa, Hernandez, 
Clark, Harrison, play, players like that who are going to at least get plenty of balls into the box. Hopefully, he can get an early goal uh, into the season, you know, either against Forest or ideally Bristol, but he, he needs a goal. He needs it soon. Yeah, he definitely needs one. He, I do, I, the one thing that I don't think they, we can do much about is I, he, he is a little bit lightweight on the ball. Does get knocked about too, but he definitely can finish. And he's if he got some confidence, I do genuinely think he'll score goals in this league. Yeah, it's been disappointing, I think, to hear people getting on his back during some of these preseason games. Like, there's there's no need for that. In what way is that going to help? Especially now that Roof's out injured again. Like, brilliant. So he's lagging off a man who is definitely going to play. That's I, I don't see what the aim of it is. Nah, it ain't really doing any good. Uh, obviously, there's a few more friendlies. I mentioned Viality had one that we lost 4 2, but I genuinely don't even have the goal scorers written down or out. Uh, then, yesterday we played two. Uh, earlier in the day, at Man City's sort of academy complex thing, uh, Leeds 3, uh, Hirona 2, which uh, I don't know how strong their team was that got put out. Because they've had some good results through pre-season. Like, I think they beat Bournemouth and a couple mm. of others. But I don't know how strong their team were. Was Samu involved in this game at all? Uh, yeah, he came off the... He, I think he played the second half. Because uh, there okay. was a video going around Twitter of him and Alioski having a big hug. Oh, is that who it was? I didn't I didn't really notice. It was size. It's just looking at the loving eyes of Gianni Alioski. Yeah. It, by the... Uh, obviously... No one got to really see this, but from the uh, highlights, there was a couple of good moves. The Clarkador got a goal and an assist, which is good to see. Harrison scored one and an Alioski penalty. And now that he's taken like three or four in a lead shirt, he really might not be a bad option to be the penalty taker. I mean, I would still have cl- I'd still have Click as the actual one. Given given what we kind of went through last season with a few poor penalties. Yeah, I mean, was it Bamford who took that one against Wigan? Uh, yeah. Who was it that missed that one? Uh, which one? Because Bamford missed one, then Hernandez missed one. I think Bamford missed the one against Wigan, and then yeah, yeah. Um, We've managed to block it out a bit now. We can uh, we can remember it all again when the documentary comes out. Yeah, I'll be uh, I'll be paying for Prime for a month for that. Um, but yeah, I think you and me both agree that Click seems like he'd probably be the best option for penalty taker or roof if he's fit i'd give it to roof yeah just so long as we can actually score some this time and then the the main friendly uh the one that was given a lot more fanfare uh calorie one leads one uh they took the lead through volta bursa it wasn't great defending kind of let him in a bit too easily uh hernandez penalty wasn't a pen Definitely won the pen. It was really soft. And then Phillips got sent off. But there's been a couple of clips going round of some really nice football that we played. We missed the chance at the end of it because it's us, but we played some really nice stuff. Yeah, I think, yeah, there was a couple of clips that I saw of us you know, playing some really nice stuff out of the back. I think one would create a chance down the right-hand side and uh, get the ball around the penalty spot into Bamford, who, spoiler, doesn't score. Yeah. <laughs> Not, not, not that I'm getting on his back. I'm sorry if you're listening, Patrick. If you're listening, let us know. Yeah, we'll be... I don't think he is, though. We'll be your biggest cheerleaders in the world. But yeah, it was... By the time things were playing Cagliari at Ellen Road next season in a friendly. Oh, yeah, because they put it like, see you next season, didn't they? Yeah. Either that or we're making a shock move to Italian football. Yeah. Uh, I can't... Actually, I don't think that we did, did we? Uh, didn't we completely forget to talk about the kit? Yeah, last it's time. Fine. Last time, yeah. This this is why. Eh, it's fine. It's not ideal. It's not platinum. I don't care what you say. It's grey, but yeah. it's fine. Right. Uh, there has been a, a few bits of news. Uh, mostly, well, almost entirely just outgoings. Uh, Oriol Ray has gone to Real Valladolid. It's not a bad move. No, nah, it's not a bad move. Uh, there was a point where I thought he might do something, but. Not yeah. to be. Uh, Alex Machuca has gone to Ibiza. Yeah. That seems like a dodgy place to send a player. Any player going there. 
Yeah, the one that was more interesting and that I'm glad he's got a decent move. Hugo Diaz has gone to Hatafe. Yeah, he was. Uh, he's done a good job in the under twenty threes. Was he captain? Yeah, he was captain. Yeah, did a good job. Yeah, led them to the glory of winning the under twenty threes. So, uh, good luck to him. Yeah, good, it's a decent move. Uh, the Sacco deal's finally done. He's gone to uh, Denizli Sport. Uh, permanent. That's not a real team. Yeah. Sorry, that's not a real team. It is. It ends in Spore, so it's Turkish. That's how their teams work. Dis- Denizli Spore. Yeah. <laughs> okay, then. Well, yeah, square it, Hattie. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, we just mentioned it, but Saiz has gone to Girona. They reckon the fee's about two and a half million. Seems reasonable, given the year he's had, because he fell out of favour with us, didn't really play during his loan spell. He's in slight trouble with the police. So I'll take two and a half million. Yeah, it's it's weird to think that we've ended up getting like, you know, seven million for Jansen and Saez. And there was a point a year ago where you'd have been thinking we might get 19, 20. Yeah, each. <laughs> Sorry, before he spat at someone, I thought Saez was the best player in the world. Yeah. It's, it's a shame, but there's nothing we can do about it, so... He's gone. Hopefully, he sorts himself out. Uh, the only signing Leeds have made is Bryn Law. Yeah, brilliant. I was. I'd never realised we were looking for a new commentator. I wonder if Michael Waydock knew. <laughs> I, I I hope Waydock did know, because it'd be only fair. But I suppose if they want a they want a bigger name to do it with it being the centenary year and stuff like that. It's it's been a while since I've heard Bryn Law actually do commentary. I'm not sure if I've I can remember I can't actually remember hearing him. I know he did ages ago, but all the stuff I've heard from him in recent times has been Soccer Saturday reporting mostly. Yeah, but you know he's got his his links to the club as well, so it's a, a nice guy to get in for us. And I think it probably adds that extra touch of professionalism to to LUTV. I, I think Michael Waydock was fine, but I. Wouldn't say much beyond that. Yeah, you see, it's weird for me because I haven't actually watched many of the first team matches on LUTV. Because mm. I'm, you know, I, if it's a home game, I'm there, and if it's away, it's usually on telly anyway. Uh, if I'm not there, but and it's not like, but it's not like Bryn Law's going to be doing the 23s games. I'm assuming that'll still be Tom Hill. No, mate. If you're paying him, you might as well get him in. Get him down to Thorpe Arch. Yeah. <laughs> Just give him a microphone, a loudspeaker, let him commentate over training. Yeah, um, yeah. I was always more of a Tom Kerwin guy than a Michael Waydock man, but well, I think I mean he's still he's still there, isn't he? Yeah, I'm guessing so. Well, I think Tom Ker- I think Tom Kerwin runs it all now. Yeah, he's he's like the head of the essentially media side of the club. Yeah, but um, remember when Tom Kerwin was essentially the source of information from the club? Yeah, that was weird. Was Tom Kerwin and Phil Hay. Yeah, how times have changed. Right, uh, we should probably do the game first, shouldn't we? Yeah, let's do that. I know nothing about uh, Bristol City. I've done nothing to keep up with them. Right, well, uh, obviously, uh, as of recording, in, in a week, away at Bristol City, Sunday, half four kick-off. Shock hour, first game of season's on TV. Yeah, on the opening, as you now have to say, weekend, because the opening day of the season is now Friday. Yeah. And isn't it isn't it a glamour tie at Kenilworth Road? Christ. What is it they say about Sky TV? It's fucking shit. No, it's killing the game. That's what it's doing. <laughs> it's killing the game. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to find Bristol City's team now. They sold um, that Lloyd Kelly, that, that young centre-back, to Bournemouth for like £13 million. And They brought in Thomas Callas for £8 million with that. Uh, I think they've signed Daniel Bentley as well, who yeah, the, always has a mistake in him. Yeah, I was going to say the dodgy keeper from Brentford. Yeah. Got Jack Hunt as well. They're sponsored by Dunder. Yeah. And they're the... Not Mifflin. Not Dunder Mifflin. Different company. Yeah. They're the, they've managed to get Jade Silver on a permanent deal as well from Chelsea to play a left back, which is a good sign. That's a good signing. I like Jade Silver, but uh, even with this embargo going on, he, he'd never looked like he was... 
going to make the move into the first team. So it's a, it's a good move for him. Uh, uh, they've, they also brought in that Sammy Smodix from Colchester, who was rated real. I know it was League Two, but he apparently stood out an absolute mile last season. I didn't see much of it, obviously. In fact, I don't think I saw any of it outside of highlights. But yeah. he, he had quite a lot of clubs after him. We've got Bailey Wright as well, who is... This is a decent team, but it's nothing nothing spectacular, which yeah. I think is very much the key to the championship this season, looking at most of the teams. Yeah, and then in terms of centre-backs, actually, they're very well set, because obviously we've got Callas, Bailey Wright, got Nathan Baker, and probably maybe the best centre-half in the league in Adam Webster. He's one of them. Yeah. He's, he's very good. They kind of did what we've been saying with Phillips. You know, the people wanted him and they just said, yeah, he's 35 million. Well, take it or leave it. Yeah, he has no real intention in leaving. And the only way we're going to park ways is if you give us an absolute boatload of cash. Yeah, they're, um, it, they're being tipped in quite a lot of places to do pretty well this season, I Bristol say. I mean, for a couple of years now, they've been there or thereabouts. They, they had a bit of a put. I think we caught them when we played them away last season, which would have been... I don't know what the dates are, but it's what it's when I was in Hamburg. It's around, so it'd be back end of February, early March, something like that. Yeah. Uh, I think we we were the first team to beat them in a few games, if I remember rightly. They'd been on a bit of a run. Yeah, because it was a 1-0 Bamford, wasn't it? Ah, what, a goal, what a player. Mm. Brilliant goal scorer. He injured himself doing it as well. Yeah, he like smashed he his leg off post, didn't he? The post. Yeah, because yeah, I listened to that game. I couldn't even watch it, but... Yeah, I think at that point they were in the playoffs, and they didn't miss out by much. I don't think. I think they fell away a little bit, but yeah, I've just I've just had a look at their list now. Uh, Marlon Packing centre mid's a decent player, as is Josh Brownhill. Callum O'Dowder constantly linked wheels, isn't he? On wing, he's quite he's decent. Yeah, uh, and then it's like got Andy Vyman, who, if he's right way out, is a good player, and. With the way that we've seemed to struggle against crosses in pre-season, uh, Fumara Diadu could cause us a lot of problems. Yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting. I mean, looking at our defence going into this game, that's probably something we should do, actually. Let's, do you want to have a prediction of, of our starting lineup? Yeah, what, what will we... Well, I've, obviously we haven't seen sight of sound of Peacock Farrell, so it'll be Casillo in goal. Yeah, I'm uh, guessing. Oh, we didn't mention it. We didn't mention Ailing's ankle. No, we did mention Ailing's ankle surgery, didn't we? Yep. Yeah. Like I said, out till January. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, obviously he's out. So Dallas White Cooper Douglas. Do you think he's going four at the back? I, I, I'm thinking. Oh, I don't know. I keep thinking he'll go back three. I think it'll be the same players either way because I think if it's that, it'll be Phillips that drops in. Yeah, I suppose. So essentially, that at this point, do you think he sees Berardi as the spare centre-back? Because looking at our squad, we literally have two centre-backs that, that you would count as first-team players. Yeah, I, I honestly think that he sees Berardi... I think he sees a combination of Berardi, Phillips, and then Stroik as enough to back us up. I think Stroik, yeah. I think if anyone's going to make the step up, it'll be Stroik. I think off the bench, I think Berardi's probably a replacement yeah. centre-back now. Uh, one of the other ones is judging by pre-season. He's not there yet, but he seems to quite like Oliver Casey as well. Yeah, he was he was one of the ones that went to Italy, wasn't he? Yeah, he went as well. If I remember right. Because it was essentially... The, the, we only took five subs for that game, didn't we? It was four kids and Jack Clark. Yeah, so I think he'll... Uh, I have a feeling that like the 23s starting centre-back partnership will be Casey and Strike. Yeah, that would be... That seems reasonable. Yeah. But back to the team for Sunday. Obviously, Phillips will play. Do you think it's the, the kind of... I'd uh, say so it'd be Phillips holding, and then you've got a picture he's going to put click in ahead of Farshaw. I, I'm not sure what he'll do, because there is part of me that could see him picking both and playing click as the 10. Mm. But I'd, I, don't, I don't think he will. If he didn't quite catch that, mm, that's... Yeah. Um, if you remember from last season, how much I enjoyed Click at 10. Yeah, like he did get slightly better at it, but he's, he's not, I'm, I much prefer him as an eight. What what I think he'll do is, I do think it'll be Click as the eight, and then it'll be, because I do think Hernandez will start from the right, and it'll be, Co I think Costa will start at 10, 
and Harrison on the left. But I think they'll all swap over a bit. Yeah, and I think... Like, Hernandez, if he needs a breather, will go back into the middle and Costa will do it running. Yeah, and I think at the moment our other options at 10 are a little bit short. Because I think we spoke last time, you've got Tyler Roberts is still... He's still out injured. I don't know how close he is to fit, but he hasn't played in pre-season, so he he also wouldn't be ready to play him. Yeah, Roof... I think he he likes the idea of Roof at 10. He does playing off Bamford. Yeah, he's and he tried it before Roof picked up that injury kind of... Uh, I think it was that would have been about uh, February time as well. Yeah, I think we had three or four games of roof at ten, and again outside of that, you kind of short on options. How then. how long do I get to hold it in before I just shout the words Mateus Bogus? Uh, wait till wait till preseason. Uh, wait till our predictions. Yeah, because he he probably is the next in line. But I I, th- I don't think yeah. Clark will start. I think he'll be on bench. I think it'll be Harrison one side. And then Costa and Hernandez, whichever way around they decide to be. Do you think, and I, I was, one of the guys I work with I co- uh, at the club I coach at, he's he's a Spurs fan from, from England, lived out here for a little while, and I was speaking to him about Jack Clark. And given you know, Spurs like to bring on younger players and, and aren't afraid to throw them in, I wonder how it would look for to them if we got half the season and he's he's making most of his appearances from the bench which is I th- honestly think that's what it'll be yeah because he really likes Harrison and Costa's got to play and Hernandez has got to play and I'll tell you what there's one name we've not mentioned in, in this as well for two positions and that's Alioski another another player who he, he likes yeah I, I do think Alioski will be on the bench but I think he's a useful player to have on bench I uh, you know I th- I'm going to say Alioski starts on the left wing. Really? I'm going to say he starts ahead of I I think he starts ahead of Harrison. Hmm. I've been I, I know that the opposition hasn't always been great and stuff but I've been quite impressed with Harrison this preseason to be honest. Yeah, I I I like the potential that is in in Jack Harrison. That's that's probably the best way to put it for me. Yeah. There's definitely something there. I I definitely think there needs to be more consistency to him I think one of the things Alioski brings you and, and maybe not always in the best way I think he brings you a little bit more unpredictability if that is a word yeah on the left hand side and not not always in the best way but yeah I, th- I think he I think he's better at getting past a defender yeah and I think so I'm gonna go with Alioski but it will it would not shock me to see Harrison there no uh, and then that's one of the things with Roof being out do you think that Edmondson actually gets his spot on the bench Izzy Brown don't <laughs> go with Izzy Brown he's a like for like player yeah. um, it's hard to see anyone else I mean Edmondson's been playing pretty much all the games over here still hasn't he yeah um, the, the ones that obviously Roof and Bamford are out of the country so he played most of it. although apparently that Girona game uh, Harrison played as the number nine, Ooh. which he did. He did try a couple of times last season. Well, that that was because I think the first time we saw that was Millwall away, wasn't it? When he got, he either came on as as nine or ten in that one. Yeah, because that's when he got the he got the late goal to pull one back to get the equaliser. Yeah, here uh... was, was it an equaliser? Yeah, we drew one one at Millwall. Oh, lovely! I thought we lost that. Well, my day just got better. I think the. The other thing that I could see happening at some point, I could see Costa playing as the nine. Um, it wouldn't surprise, and looking ahead a little bit, it'll be interesting to see what we do during the Salford game. Yeah. Because um, I think that's when you might see a few players kind of move around to to unfamiliar positions, yeah. or le- less familiar positions, we should say. Yeah, to try some things out. Yeah. Uh, would you take a point? Yeah, Bristol City away. I'd, I'd take a point. I mean, it'd be nice, I think, because I think we'll still come out and, and play our usual attacking football. I don't. I don't think there's any, there's no defensive sense in that man. No, he knows no other play, way. As we've clearly seen, if we take our chances, there's there's no reason we shouldn't get three points from that. Because uh, it's something that something we should do now is uh, or we should do for the season. Add on to 
our match predictions, how many shots will we take in a game? <laughs> and I'm going to go 22. Yeah. How many on target? Ooh, five. 22 and five. All right, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> but uh, uh, first one at season, what do you reckon the score will be? Uh, I'm going to go positive. I'm going to say we win it 2 0. I'm going to go two apiece. I think. Yeah, it seems reasonable given what our defence looks like at the moment. I keep saying that I can't see us keeping teams out the way that we the way that we've defended at times in pre-season and stuff like that. But like in pre-season last year we were so horrendous at defending. And then we just weren't when it came to game so Yeah, I mean I mean you go back to start of last season those first two months we we absolutely blitzed it, didn't we? Yeah, you know, going back now two seasons ago, and you think of the start we had under Thomas Christensen when the the opening game was when we struggled past Bolton. Yeah, which really should have set alarm bells ringing, given the position they kind of ended up in in the last couple of years because they weren't a good team then. So yeah, I, but it's one of those I, I, I see is getting goals. I think I think I do think confidence will be high amongst the team. We've we've got a few goals over preseason. It'd be nice. I, I really do hope. Bamford gets a goal. I'm going to back him first goal in this game, definitely. Good man. Right, so now the main event, as it were. Yes. Uh, we've got a couple of added categories compared to last season, but it's similar to last season. Uh, so for anyone who isn't familiar with us predictions, we do top four and relegation from Premier League, promotion and relegation from Championship League 1, League 2. Uh, we do the cup competitions... And then we do some Leeds United-specific ones. Uh, we'll, but this year we're also... I'm, I definitely did tell you, because it's written on here, we're also going to go for the top scorer from each league as well. Yeah, the only one I hadn't seen that's on here is uh, for the championship top at Christmas, but I'm, I'm sure I can pluck something out for that one. Yeah, I, un I put that one on. I wasn't actually sure if we were going to do it, but when I put on Twitter, has anyone got any others? Someone sent uh, top at Christmas. Yeah. Whoever's top of Christmas, I bet they go up this year. <laughs> it's impossible to be top at Christmas and not go up. <laughs> <laughs> right, so the way we do it is, uh, for promotion, relegation, you get five points if you're correct, and it's ten points if they're in the correct position. You do also, if you get them all right, we'll give you like a ten-point bonus, or five points for League 2 relegation, because there's only two of them. Yeah. But no one's ever got them, so... We don't even worry about it. But the better thing that we brought in after KC tipped up Sunderland after, to get after promoted. The Sunderland incident. Yeah, get promoted from the championship and became bottom. Uh, if you're out by 10 places, you lose 10 points. If you're out by 20 places, you lose 20. We both had a lose 20 last year. <laughs> and it was the same team. <laughs> but, but don't tune out. These predictions are still important. Very much so. Right. Ah. Uh. Jack, Master of Ceremonies, where do you want us to start? Uh, shall we go from the bottom up? From League 2 up? Yep. Yeah, let's do it, because my, my knowledge of, of League 2 is is fantastic. Yeah, uh, you'll t tend to find that if KC's picking, say, three teams to go up, they might well be the top three in the betting. <laughs> no, no, no. It's the top two, and then one of the next four, because I like to mix it up a bit. Okay, well... I'll let you lead us off in KC. Uh, League 2, uh, your promotion. Uh, well, having texted friend of the podcast, Mark Young, asking, will Bradford go up this season? And he said, up by Christmas. So I've got Bradford City to win it. Right. Plymouth, second. Scunthorpe, third. And Forest Green to go up in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, that, that's reasonable. I've got Mansfield winning it, uh, but... Had a good squad last season. They were like the best team for XG and shot data and shit like that. But their strikers weren't for And they've now signed Nicky Maynard. So I think he'll get him. It's a good sign. I'll tell you what, some of the players that are in League 2 now is insane. Yeah, well, you were on about Bradford before. I mean, if I can keep them fit, like James Vaughan, Clayton Donaldson should do all right. Yeah. Uh, second, I also have Plymouth. Mm. Uh, I bet they get bet they get relegated. Yeah, season. they're they're coming bottom. Uh, but obviously they've got Ryan Lowe in as manager who took Bury up last season and they took Bury's best three players. So I've, Which would also explain why Bury are favourites to get relegated from uh, yeah. League One. Um third I've got Swindon. 
and win him the playoffs, I have Bradford City. Not up by Christmas, then. Yeah. Uh, obviously, there's only two for relegation. I'll go first on this one. I've got bottom at league, Port Vale, because basically they were shite last season and got away with it and mm. uh, don't appear to have changed enough. And 23rd, Macclesfield. Also, I've, uh... Sol, Sol Campbell did brilliant to keep them up last season, but he's lost like his best four players and they've still got no money. I've uh, I've gone two different teams. Mm. At the bottom of the table, I have Crawley, and twenty third, I have Morecambe. Cool. Which is based on no knowledge at all, but thank you, Odds Checker, for helping me out for, with this. Yeah, and uh, obviously, I mentioned him in the other thing. I've gone Nicky Maynard, top goalscorer. I went with one of the Bradford players you didn't mention. Actually, I've gone with uh, Owen Doyle. Ah, cool. But uh, between, as you said, Donaldson, Vaughan, and Owen Doyle, it's a Brilliant front line to choose from. And they've still got some decent... It's Sean Scannell, who... I know he's not got the pace he, he once had, but if he's if he finds a bit of space in that division, he'll be able to pick players out a treat. Yeah, um, I haven't actually got that in front of me now, but you probably still do. Uh, what, what did we do for points for top scorer? Uh, well, let me have a look. Where are we now? Top scorer, you say? Uh, oh, 10 points if correct, 5 if they're in the top 3. There you go. I'll take Yeah. Yeah, that's what we'll do. So, uh, League 1. Always, as always, they uh, make an appearance in my pre-season promotion predictions. I've got Sunderland as runners-up. Runners-up? Yeah, they're going to come second. I, d- I don't want to predict them as champions. So close last season. Uh, I'm going to Portsmouth to win it. And I've got Peterborough to come up through the playoffs. Mm. And it's been a little while since Peterborough in the championship. But again, for years now, they've always been a perennial right, top eight or nine team in the in League One. Yeah, uh, I'm quite similar. I've got Sunderland winning it. Uh, they should really have gone up last season with squad they've got. And I think between Charlie Watt and Will Grigg up front, they'll score loads of goals. Yeah. Uh, second, I've got Portsmouth. Good side. They've lost the best centre back, but signed a few good players to offset it. And going up in the playoffs, I've I was worried about this because of the noises managers making. He doesn't sound very confident, but I've gone for Ipswich. I I couldn't go with Ipswich after last season. I know they're awful, but I think they've got quite a lot of good young players, and they've signed James Norwood, who I think will score quite a few goals. Yeah, he's uh, he's tipped quite highly for top goal scorer. Hmm. Uh, what about relegation? I have a feeling our 24th and 23rd will probably be the same. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, 24th, I've got Bowie. They are financially completely knackered. They've lost all the best players and their manager. They're, they're starting the season with a 12-point deduction. They might even not be able to play the first game because they're that knackered. They might get kicked out of VFL yet. So they're definitely bottom... 23rd, back-to-back relegations, Bolton. No money, no players. I don't think anyone's been paid for four months. The takeover still isn't done. Apparently, opening day at season, if it isn't sorted within two days, it's going to be like the under-18s at best. So I just think they're in so much trouble. Uh, Then 22nd, I've got Wickham. Uh, They're still looking like they're going to be relying on Akin Fenwa to get goals, and he's getting on a bit now. And for similar reasons, 21st, Rochdale. Uh, they, they nearly go down every year. And now managers change, chairman's changed. And Ian Henderson, the best player, is getting on a bit. So those are my relegations. This is this is very much what happens when uh, I base my knowledge just off very little. So I wasn't quite aware of Burry's situation. Oh, you didn't know how fucked they were? No. I mean, I've still got them to to be relegated. Yeah. So uh, I have twenty fourth Wickham, twenty third Southend, twenty second Bury, and twenty first Bolton. Yeah. So we got we got three of the four. Anyway, I just don't like Southend. No. <laughs> uh, who did you go top scorer? Uh, I went Brett Pittman. Brett Pittman. I w- I yep. wouldn't have even known he was still playing. I wouldn't either. But again, thanks to the good people at Odds Checker for pointing me in his direction. He's based purely off uh, of old football managers at this point. In fairness, I think he, I think he did all right last season, didn't he, Pompey? I'm going 
I'm going to call him the Jermaine Defoe of League One. Yeah. Uh, I've gone with Mo Isa. Yeah. He scored a shitload at Cheltenham before Bristol City bought him and never gave him a chance. But Peterborough have bought, brought him in. It's like a record fee. And Peterborough strikers always score loads. Yeah, they've, they've, they've t- stuck with the same style, haven't they, Peterborough, for a mm. while of very much focus on attack. Yeah. Even if they end up... Even if they finish 15th, I think the striker will get 20 goals. You know, well, Peter, Peter, Peter are always the team you put in uh, both teams to score, aren't they? Yeah, every every. The problem is that like every other game, it'll be eight to thirteen, yes, and they're always four to nine, two to five. Yeah. Will shall we skip up to Premier League? Do the main event last? Yeah. Uh, I think as top two will be the same, but I'll let you go. I, I think our top four will be very similar, just depending on how much you've allowed prejudice into your into your judgments. So I've gone Man City to win it again. I, I just think, again, it's strength and depth that, that still Liverpool probably don't have. I think, not to say Liverpool don't have a very strong squad, but I think that Man City team is something else. Uh, Liverpool second, Spurs to finish third this year. Um, I think Ndombele is a, a great signing for them, something they needed. Um, and especially with Chelsea selling Hazard and not being able to replace him as well. Uh, I think they'll drop out and more in hope than anything else, as always, Arsenal fourth. Exactly the same. Yeah. I, I, looked, at, I looked at Chelsea and Manu and thought, no, I can't do it. Yeah. I, well, I, I don't think, I don't think Man United are going to do anything. I think a lot of Chelsea's young players are actually quite good. And if they weren't in the Champions League as well, I might have thought they had a better chance. Yeah. But, nah, I, because Arsenal don't have the Champions League as a distraction, I think they'll be the ones that get in. Uh, so who have you tipped for the bottom three? I In 20th, I've got Brighton, which is a shame because I do like Graham Potter. But I, the only thing that could change it is if they bring in a really good striker. I just, I know I said the same last season and said Glenn Murray can't get enough goals to get him out of it. And then he sort of did. But by every stats metric, they should have gone down instead of Cardiff last season. Yeah. Uh, and I just don't think they'll score enough. Uh, 19th, I must admit, I, I had a few options in my head for this. But in the end, I went for Norwich. I think that they'll go up and try and play nice football and they'll have some success, but I just don't think they've got enough really good players. And I can't see Pookie scoring to anywhere near the same rate in the Premier League. Mm. And 18th, I've gone Newcastle. They've lost Benitez, who was kind of holding them together. They've replaced him with Steve Bruce, who I don't rate. What a decision. They are actively trying to get rid of Dwight Gale. They've lost Rondon. They've lost Iosi Perez. Oh, has Perez gone as well? Yeah, he's gone to Leicester for 30 million. Uh, so basically, they have, they've spent like 40 million on Joe Linton, you know, who is Brazilian did and apparently has been good in the Bundesliga. But he's never scored more than like 10 goals in a season. Uh, and he might not settle immediately. So I just don't, I just don't see it working. A Brazilian might not settle in Newcastle. What are mm. you talking about? Of a my three, I've got bottom Chef United. Again, I think their style might just leave them a bit too vulnerable. I think overlapping centre backs without the quality of the Premier League, I think they'll just struggle. Yeah, I've got this weird thing in my head that they're going to have a pretty good start. You know, they're going to pick up a few wins early, and I think at the end of the season. It'll just be enough. Mm. I just, I think in terms of the teams that went up, actually, no, I'd probably, I'd rather Norwich do well out of any of the three of them, but just trying to see who their first few matches are against, actually, because you said they, uh, Bournemouth, Palace, Leicester, Chelsea, Southampton. Oh, there's a few points to be picked up there mm. out of the first five games. But yeah, I just, I think they'll leave themselves a bit too vulnerable at the back, and I yeah. think they might get picked off. Coming in 19th, I've got Brighton for the same reasons you did. I, th- I, 
I think it is near enough a miracle that they stayed up last season. In no world should Glenn Murray be leading a, a Premier League attack. I can't see them staying up. No. Um, in 18th, I contemplated changing changing mine, but I'm going to stick with it. I've got Aston Villa. Yeah. I'm, I'm genuinely not impressed by that squad. I th- they've made a few signings, but I don't think there's any significant quality to it. I still think the defence is similar to what they had it wasn't fantastic and i don't and they've it'll be interesting to see how they do essentially without tammy abraham as well yeah the other thing with villa squad is it's a really small squad yeah there's i think there's i i think looking through it earlier there's quite a few youth players that have been been pushed up into that squad as well and i just i mean i have no knowledge of of Teresa gay who's come in um, but again, I don't think these are players who are going to make a huge difference, if I'm being honest. Hmm. Uh, yeah, they're going to get it. I, again, I, I, it was them on Newcastle I had for 18. Yeah. And uh, and maybe having spent a week living with uh, an Aston Villa fan who who really hated Leeds, I, it was brilliant. It was a great week for me because I was just winding him up. Yeah. I genuinely thought Jack Grealish is better than any player Leeds have ever uh, brought through the academy. So at which point I went, yep, yeah, okay, fine. Yeah. That's why people throwing uh, throwing money at Jack Grealish. Yeah. But yeah, he, he really hate, hated Leeds. It was fantastic. You just, I just started talking about Leeds. He'd be like, I fucking hate Leeds. Really fucking hate Leeds. Well, that's what you want. You don't want someone who dislikes us a bit. You want someone who fucking hates us. Yeah. Uh, and he was a knob as well. Yeah. So bollocks to him. Uh, I've got Harry Kane down as top scorer. I've got Mo Salah. Okay. Yeah, I um, I just don't trust Kane to stay fit all season, and I don't trust Guardiola to play Aguero every week. No, I think, and I think it's it started a lot last season as well that Aguero has been used more selectively, almost how I think we should use Pablo Hernandez. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think Aguero is kind of safe for the bigger occasions at this point. Right. Uh. So. The best league in the world. Championship. Yeah. This is the only one, by the way, on my notes that I'm still undecided on. Uh, I've I've got my decisions here. One one of them pained me. But, yeah. Uh, so I'll go West Brom going up as champions. I I don't know why. I just think they will. I think they had a decent enough squad. I know they've they've kind of lost a couple of the older players, but to be honest, I think they probably needed that. Um, I've got us second. Right. I'm very optimistic, and as much as it upsets me to say it, I think Cardiff will go up through the playoffs. Hmm. Uh, as I said, the, literally promotion from this is the only thing. The only thing that I have got down is first Fulham. They've still got a load of really good Championship players. They'll still have McDonald and Kearney in midfield. They're going to have a front three of even Caviero and Inoka and Alexander Mitrovic. I just think that they're gonna they're gonna score so many goals and. The, Play decent. They'll play decent stuff. I think that they'll mm. do fine. Uh, and literally, that is all that I currently have down. I think I'm going to say second place. But this is one of the things actually that I've realised. Obviously, the Leeds price is just wrong. How strong a favourites we are for the league with bookies. But I think it's because whenever I look, when I look down at all of these squads, they all have quite big problems. Yeah. And that's sort of what's uh, making it a tougher decision. I was going to go West Brom, but the striker they've brought in is Kenneth Zahar. Rondon's gone to China, they've lost Dwight Gale, and they've lost Jay Rodriguez. So I'm not sure if they're going to score enough. Ah, uh, mate, champions. They might well be. I mean, they, they, they've, signed <laughs> Semi Aj- they've signed Semi Ajay and Romain Sawyers, and they're both really good signings. Uh, I'm going to go second place... I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Stoke. They've still got a good squad, and he started to turn them around a bit with his god rod at the end of the season. Yeah. And sorry, I just when you say his god rod, it definitely sounds very euphemistic at that point. Yeah. Especially when you use the term "turn it around." And even though they're probably gonna have to sell him, I think they'll sell more pay, which will change it at the minute. I'm gonna say playoffs, Brentford. Oh yeah, I think Brentford will be up there. I 
I do not. I do not have us going up. Ooh. I want to, but I just. I also don't want to. Are you sticking with the pessimistic thing and hoping they'll prove you wrong? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, well, if it works, if it works, I'm okay with it. If it doesn't, then it's all your fault. Yeah. Uh, who have you got for relegation? Uh, bottom of the table, Wigan. Same. Again, they're, they're always there or thereabouts. There's, they've not got anything in attack, even bearing in mind their best player was uh, a Man United player, essentially, last season. Reese James on loan from Chelsea. Uh, was he Chelsea? All right, fair enough. Yeah. I thought it was Man U. Oh, well, either way, he was a good player. Outside of that, I don't think they offer anything. Uh, 23rd, Barnsley. I just don't think they've got the really the clouds compete that well. Should be sad because I don't want to see Alex Mowat come up and go away again. Yeah. Uh, and twenty second, I've got Reading because I think Reading have been just on this decline for a number of years now. Pretty much since after they got to the playoffs for Yaps down. Yeah. They've, they've been in decline, and I could, I could see them dropping out this year. Right. I say I've got Wigan as well. Uh, I think they'd have gone down last year if they didn't have Reese James, and now they don't. And they're. Nick Powell was one of their more creative players and he's gone as well. So I just can't mm. see it. Uh 23rd, I've got Charlton. As much as I, as much as I like Lee Boyer, he nearly left anyway because of how much of a basket case that club is. They've not really strengthened after they came up. And I, I just don't see him having enough to get anywhere. And 22nd, I've got Luton. If it was the Luton, if it was Luton of the middle of last season, I'd have them coming about tenth in league. But they lost yeah. the ma- they lost the manager. They've lost the they've lost the two best players. So I don't think they're going to do enough. And top scorer Mitrovic. Uh, I have Mitrovic as well. Yeah. Really hard to look past Alexander Mitrovic in the championship. Yeah, it definitely is. So we'll quickly do the cup competitions. Uh, FA Cup. Uh, I've got scum to win it. I think it'll be their big achievement in recent years. Yeah, I've got Man City. Uh, League Cup. Uh, Spurs. I've gone with Leicester. Ah, fair enough. I'm going with the, the 90s adage that Spurs are a cup team. Yeah, fair enough. Europa League, which I always think is the hardest. I always think Europa League's the hardest one. Yeah, cause, I mean, that was it on, again, when you look at the odds, the, the favourite is, an, you know, a blank, a team from the Champions League. Yeah. But I've, I've decided to go with Roma. That's weird. Have you gone with Roma as well? I've got Roma, yeah. Oh, lovely. Go Roma. Yeah. Uh, Did you hear, so, so Roma were meant to be playing in this International Champions Cup that mostly takes place over here. And basically they, they had to cancel a game. They were meant to be playing in New Jersey. They had to pull out of the tournament uh, because from what I gathered, they didn't realise how early into the Europa League qualifiers they would be playing because I think they're in the second qualifying round or something like that. So they had to cancel one of their games last week. Yeah. Because essentially they had a game in New Jersey. They were meant to have a game in New Jersey on the Wednesday and then the Europa League qualifier on the Thursday. Oh, nice admin there. Yep. And uh, who have you got for Champions League? Real Madrid. Zidane's back. I've gone for Man City again, and I think I'm going to keep going for them every year. Guardiola's there until they win it. (laughs) Because it's got to happen at some point. But I just think they're that good been, that they will win it. I've been burnt too often by Man City at this point in the Champions League. I've predicted it too many times. Right then, uh, the Leeds United predictions. Uh, we'll start. We start off with the one that we always start with. Uh, will Will the manager in this case, Marcelo Bielsa, last for season? Uh, yes, I think so. Yeah, I've got yes as well. Again, I just un- un- unless the only thing I can ever see happening is if he decides he wants to set, spend some money in January and it's not made available to him. Yeah. I think he may he may have an issue, but I can't really see it. He didn't seem all that fussed for the January transfer window. By all accounts, he seems pretty happy with the squad he has now. So I can't see them in too many issues. Yeah. Play with the year, I've got Helder Costa. Uh, I went with your previous prediction for young player of the year, uh, Calvin Phillips. Fair enough. Young player at year. This is entirely dependent on how long his injury is at this point. But I've gone Tyler Roberts. I think Bielsa likes him. He's adjusted well to playing either on the wing or as a number 10. Uh, and I think he could have a decent impact this season if he stays fit. I bet you know who I've gone for. Yes, yeah, so you finally get to talk about it. Mateus Borgitz. I said 
after I, after I watched him once, I said on here, if Leeds don't go up, he'll get minutes first day of next season. And I stand by it. I think he'll come off the bench against Bristol City. Which we may as well do that now because you, you put one in of uh, first first player, first young player to make a debut who hasn't had one yet. And I'm saying Bogut's on about 65 minutes. <laughs> uh... So for me, I think it may come in the south again. I, I'm kind of torn between two, but I think I think strike will play. Cool. Top scorer, and we'll do we'll do all all competitions. Uh, I won't care my roof again. Boring, but I, th- I think he's the better goal scorer. I think he's the best goal scorer we have. Patrick Bamford. <sighs> That's a big call. Yeah. Uh, then the new one that we've got, uh, I've been, and you could feel free to add a couple of names to this list. Uh, I'm going to name a player, and it's how many goals will they score this season? You get twenty points if you're dead on, ten points if you're within one, five points if you're within two. Okay. Patrick Bamford. I've gone for eleven. I think he'll. I think he'll hit double figures. I've gone for seventeen. Okay. Yeah. Kemar Roof. Uh, top scorer with 18. Uh, I've got him down for 12. Okay, so so we've actually got the two of them down to score the same amount of goals combined. Yeah. Just the other way around, essentially. Mm. Yeah, I think either way, I, I think if you, if Roof does get back fit and spends more time at number 10, then I think it, you might be right. I think he might uh, be setting up more goals than he scores. But uh, I think looking at... a Bielsa team especially from last season I think there's there'll be goals coming from all over the pitch so it's not always necessarily going to come from your number 10 yeah uh, Helder Costa 7 I've got 10 but then again I think he's going to win player of the year so yeah uh, Jack Harrison uh, I've gone for 3 I don't think he'll I, I, I've not seen that much from him in front of goal admittedly he tends to stick wide He's and especially playing on the left he tends to Stay there. He's never really looking to cut inside, so I think he'll be three. Yeah, I've said, he's impressed me in preseason. I've gone for seven. Ooh, big season. Uh, Jack Clark. I've gone for four, and I'm hoping he can. I'm hoping he makes a decent impact from the bench. But again, um, looking at the uh, the wingers we've got, unless Costa or Hernandez get an injury, I don't see him getting a. I don't see him starting too many games anyway. Um, and like I said, I don't even know if it'd be a case of if he's not playing that much whether Tottenham would want to look at recalling him. Yeah. Uh, I honestly don't think they would because I think the reason why... I think Pochettino's like, no, you'll learn more having a year under Bielsa. Yeah. So I think I think that's why he'll be here even if he doesn't start every week. Uh, I've gone for... Th- I've written down six, but I'm going to say five. Uh, Pablo Hernandez, eight for the Magic Man from yeah. Spain. I've gone for I've gone for eleven. By the way, he just always seems to pop up with a goal when we need one. Yeah, or an assist. So yeah, go Pablo. I think he'll be similar to last season because I think he got twelve last season. So I said eleven. Yeah, and my thinking again is uh, that he probably. I think Pablo should probably play two in every three games. It's probably a reasonable way to look at it. Hmm. Um. So if you kind of took out that many games across the season, then I think eight would be a, a good return. Right. Uh, I've only got two more on this list, but feel free to add some. Uh, Mateus Click. I've gone with six. I, did, what, I can't remember what he got last season. Was it eight, I think, he got last season? Or did he reach double figures? I think he did get in, into double figures. I, th- I think I found with him, I like his attacking, but he, the goals definitely dropped off after... Or became less frequent, I should say, after the first couple of months of the season. I think, and I think from central, from a deep central midfield position, I think six would be a good return. Yeah, I just checked; he got ten last season. Okay. Yeah, uh, I've got nine for click and Ryan Edmondson. That's a tough one because I don't see him getting a whole lot of game time once Roof and Roberts are fit. That's the only problem. I've gone with zero. That's not unreasonable. I I've got him down for two because I, I think he'll, I think he'll get to play a in league cup, and we always get injuries. I think he will. 
get a fair few sub appearances. Mm. I kept thinking he might go out on loan, but again, the issue there is with the depth of our squad. Who's probably who's next in line then if he if he goes out on loan? Uh, prob- oh, I'll I'll tell you who, and I kind of forgot about him. Uh, obviously, there's uh, Kun Temenushkov, but it's oh, probably yeah. Ra- it's probably Rafa Mahika. Ah, yeah, you're right. Because he's a little bit further on with his development. Yeah. Uh, Okay. I am, just for my own sake, adding this, uh, Bogus. 17. (laughs) No. (laughs) It's going to be amazing. Uh, Yeah, I think he'll probably see enough game time. I'm going to say four. I'm going high on him because I I honestly think he's going to end up breaking into the team. Jack is all in. I'm all in. I'm all in on this boy. Uh, I'm going to go with nine. Oh, that's a big first season. Yep. But I really, I really do fancy him to get some. Love, love you some boats. Have you got anyone to add to the list? Hey, you know, put Tyler, well, let's put Tyler Roberts on there. Bear in mind, none of us have a clue when he's coming back, but, uh, I'm going to say he gets six this season. I'm going to say four. Yeah, I, th- I think one of the things for him is, uh, again, he can move between three positions. And the, the one thing I'm hoping this season that we that we can kind of take away from last season, if we're not going to sign more players, fine. But there needs to be more squad rotation than last season. It, Bielsa doesn't really believe in it, does he? <laughs> no, but... Oh, it just even just two games out for someone. Just uh, here's someone else to throw on the list. Uh, Jamie Shackleton. If he does end up playing enough, then I think it's going to end up being in Click's position. If Click yeah. ends up playing further forward, mm. so but that does involve late runs, and he does make good runs. But I, I don't think he's going to play that much. So I'm only I'm going to say two. Uh, I'm going to go three on Shackleton. Because, yeah. again, I, th- I think he's someone who will make plenty of sub-appearances this season, at least. Yeah. Um, again, someone who Bielsa likes. He's uh, He can move in between a couple of positions. Um, plus, he, he's he's pretty quick, which is you know good for a central midfielder. I think he, you know his breaking runs uh, will always help. Yeah. Uh, Fingers crossed. I, I, I think when I talk about squad rotation, what I essentially mean is I think someone should give Click a rest every now and again. Yeah. Well, in theory, that's for sure. I think I like Shackleton more. Yeah. It, the thing I've, I've, I've said a moment, I'm, I don't actually dislike Forshaw as much as some people do. I just don't think he's in our best 11. No. I'm fine with him being on the bench. Uh, yeah, I think I, I think one click provides more going forward. I think Forshaw's forward passing is quite impressive, but I think I think one click's passing probably leads to better chances, even if it's not as accurate. Mm. I think he's he's a more direct, and he will score more as well. But again, it I, it's not the worst thing in the world to have a. a a decent championship central midfielder on your bench. Yeah. Well, there's only one left to do. And I've already said mine. Where will Leeds finish? I should contradict it, really, so I, I can uh, to play the system a bit. Uh, but no, I'm going to stick with my prediction and say Leeds are finishing second. You're doubling down on second. I'm doubling down on second. When we get relegated, I lose 20 points. For this, uh, 25 if you're dead on, 15 within one, 10 within two, five within three, but minus 10 and minus 20 applies. I am going... Get relegated. If we finish below 22nd, <laughs> I could lose 40 points from this prediction. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm going with exactly the same thing that I went for last year. Fifth. Losing playoff. Do you think we'll make it to the playoff final? Yes. Okay. At least, at least we get a day out of it. I think, I think. Well, this is the year for even more full-on heartbreak. I think we're going. I think we're going to play some really nice stuff with a load of talented young players. We're going to fall in love with the team just like we did last season, and I think we're going to get beat in the last minute of the playoff final. And like Bielsa is going to leave 
10 minutes after the final whistle. Just announces he's done. Yeah, and then we'll all literally cry on the way home. Yeah. I am setting, I want, I'm setting myself up for that level of misery. <laughs> because other than us getting relegated, which I really do not see happening, I think that'd be the hardest thing to take. Yeah. I think the sad part about it is that even if you set yourself up, there's no way it's going to make it any better thing if you say to yourself, well, I was preparing for this since August, unfortunately. I don't, I don't think that's going to help ease the pain. No, it probably, it, well, it definitely won't, but we'll, uh, we'll have done with it. We will, uh, we'll have to, well, I mean, we're at the end, but we'll definitely have to call it there because the iPad is going to run out of battery very soon. Okay. So uh, that will... We have an iPad. That's, what, what do you think the Skype that you're talking on is on? Honestly, honestly, I've never known how this system works. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Dom, I didn't take more care in how the production end of things went, but genuinely, this is the first I'm hearing of this iPad. Yeah. Right, uh, that will do us anyway. That's end of episode 51. That's all as predictions. Uh, let us know what you think on Twitter, which is at Mighty White's Pod. Uh, also on there, and I will put it up a few times over the next weeks, I have set up a fantasy football league again for the podcast so everyone join it i might set up a team i won't pay attention after about four weeks no you'll start badly and give up as you normally do i to be fair i give up regardless of how well i'm doing <laughs> fair i enough. just lose it i just lose interest yeah, um right i i am also to, i basically well it's partly that and partly the going out drinking last night hasn't helped me uh, the stuff that we write goes up on through it all together, which is at THIU, it's all LUFC. We will be back some point after the Bristol City game. Uh, I don't really know what to feel. I'm so nervous about this season. I really am, and I don't know why. I'm pretty relaxed about the whole thing, which is really going to come back to bite me in December. There's just something about it at the minute that just doesn't sit right with me, and I don't know what it is. Well, I mean, it's probably that we haven't got enough centre backs, but <laughs> it's the same thing that was last season. Yeah, <laughs> except we lost one of those centre backs. Yeah, here's to glorious, glorious failure. But at least it's glorious. Yeah. Right. Anyway, that'll do us. I'll see you later. Bye. <laughs>